Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the TV show Ted Lasso season 3 episode 4. The show is developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. This episode's title is Big Week, written by Brett Goldstein and directed by Destiny Ekaraga. Like I said in the previous podcast, her name is Destiny and I'm already a fan of her work. The episode opens with Jamie asleep in his bed. It's 3:59 on the clock. The clock turns 4 and the camera tracks into Jamie as we hear someone banging at the door. Jamie opens the door and finds that Roy is there for Jamie's training. Jamie was under the impression that the 4 a.m. training was a joke, and I was under the impression that Jamie was serious about being better than Zava. Jamie has another excuse up his sleeve. It's dark. Roy has flashlights. Roy threatens to flick Jamie's balls if he doesn't comply. Jamie says, "This is perverse." I didn't think that until I saw Jamie's naked bottom from behind. In Nate's kitchen, Nate has a miniature playground and figurine players. Nate sets up the pieces on the board. The calendar is marked for Saturday the 21st, West Ham versus Richmond. Nate flicks the ball. It travels and knocks off Ted's figurine off the board onto the floor. He smiles saying, "Whoops." This is a metaphor that Nate's actions will always hurt Ted in one way or another. You know what, Nate? Have your twisted fun. We'll see who has the last laugh. Nate's smile wanes and he picks up Ted's figurine from the floor and places it back on the board. Cut to Nate and Ted's framed photograph in Ted's house. It's from season 1 episode 5 titled Tan Lines. Nate had gifted this to Ted as a Christmas present in season 2 episode 4 titled Carol of the Bells. The camera pans up from the framed picture to the mirror reflection of a sleepy Ted. So Sassy did manage to scare Ted the night before. She complains about Ted snoring. That's definitely an issue if you're trying to sleep. But if it is like the sound of the ocean waves, I guess it's fine. Ted checks to confirm that Sassy and he have a good time together. Sassy interrupts saying it's called simultaneous orgasms. Ted's that good in bed? I mean, it's no surprise he must be so considerate. Ted wonders if Sassy would like to go on an actual date with him. Sassy outright rejects him calling him a mess. Well, I would swoop up this Marlboro mess of a man any day. Sassy is also a mess just ahead in the timeline than Ted. She spiraled at her ex's wedding so bad that it took her Uber ratings down to 3.9. Sassy guesses Ted's Uber rating must be a 5. Sassy wonders how that is possible. Ted's Uber rating may be a 5, but he's absolutely a 10. Ted's tidy, he says please and thank you. On this, Sassy comments, you are such a mess. It's called manners jerk, look it up. Sassy enjoys their status as friends with benefits starring Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. It's Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. I love it when Ted teaches Sassy about good friends turned casual lovers based rom-com. In both the movies, the protagonists eventually fall in love. The one starring Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher is no strings attached. It's never nice to be on the receiving end of no strings attached. Sassy takes an Uber. Nate drives past Sassy's Uber in his new car. The camera tracks toward the ground where Roy is training Jamie. Roy is curious to know why Jamie only sleeps with his top on. Jamie says, 
because it gets cold upstairs and hot downstairs. Makes perfect sense. Jamie pukes. The title sequence begins. Rebecca is at Keely's office complaining about Rupert. Shandy comes up with new banter promo idea. Rebecca wants to know if Sam is a part of it. Cause it's only for the single footballers. Sam isn't, but I'm not sure if Rebecca should feel relieved about it. The head of VC Jack Danvers wants two tickets for Richmond West Ham game. Rebecca is gracious to provide two seats in her suite for the game. Coach Beard and Roy are overthinking their strategy against West Ham. From false 9 to 4-4-2 to 5 up front full on attack, back to Zava drop back and false 9. We get a they don't know we know they know we know. If you know you know. Higgins has one question. Do you think Zava will do it? Roy destroys the whiteboard and curses. Ted walks in and asks what's wrong. Coach Beard, Roy and Higgins throw each other under the bus saying no one believes they can beat Nate. Ted says, you'll point more fingers than Ganesha giving directions. Ganesha's trunk bends toward various directions and carries different meaning. Ted says, you fellas need to calm down and kiss. Ted believes an answer will show up. He does have a question for the group. Am I a mess? Ted elaborates on what happened with Sassy this morning. Initially, they tease Ted, but later Higgins suggests it's the case for the Diamond Dogs. Roy excuses himself. Coach Beard says, yes, you are a mess. Ted's a hot mess for sure. Ted requests Coach Beard to elaborate. Coach Beard points out that Ted is behaving like the match with West Ham is no big deal despite what Nate did. Like Nate didn't hurt Ted. Ted asks, Higgy what do you think? I'm gonna call Leslie Higgins Higgy Pie from now on. It's such a cute and adorable nickname. Higgy Pie's views mirror that of Coach Beard. How is Ted not pissed with Nate? Coach Beard drops some pearls of wisdom. Coach Beard says, Pain is like carbon monoxide. Expressing it to the person who hurt you is like opening a vent but holding it in will poison you. I agree with Coach Beard. The pressure builds and builds. All you need is a little release. Ted denies that Nate hurt him. Roy calls bullshit. Everyone invites Roy to the Diamond Dogs discussion like dogs. In the locker room, Zawa tells Zoho, You can be whoever you want to be. Zawa let his kids name themselves once they reach the age of seven. Zawa imparts his wisdom. Dream big and you may never wake up. Does that mean I'll die if I dream big? Maybe I never want to wake up. It's also a reference to what Jason said in one of his interviews with Conan O'Brien. Actually, Snoop Dogg said this to Jason during Saturday Night Live. Surprisingly, Jamie agrees with Zawa over you can be whoever you want to be. Isaac taps on the belief sign saying believe and believe. Now the tear in the middle is clearly visible. The belief sign tears in half. Ted, you sneaky little minx. You didn't make a new one, you just taped the tone one together. That's why it was exactly the same. Mo Bumbercatch says, someone ripped it in half. The team is all riled up to learn about the ripped belief sign. We all know who ripped it in half. Cut to the man who ripped it in half outside the Greek restaurant, A Taste of Athens. Nate is contemplating to walk in. He hesitates for a bit, walks in and asks for his takeaway. The manager is surprised to see Nate, so he waves off the food charges for him. It's the big week, which is also the episode's title. It'll be hardcore because the match is with Nate's previous team. Nate is still seeking validation from the restaurant waitress, but she's giving him nothing. 
At the Richmond training facility, Shandy shoots the banter videos with the single footballers like Colin, Danny, Terry, Jamie. Terry Zoho has renamed himself as Van Damme after Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jamie is about to give his shot. Shandy inquires about Jamie. Keely has a whole list of who Jamie was and how he's improving. Shandy just wants to bang him. Trent, Coach Beard and Roy show Ted the footage of Nate trying to pull off the belief sign and tearing it in half. The date on the footage is 8-5-2021 which means 8th May 2021. Season 3 begins two and a half months later from where we left off season 2. It was all Trent's idea to get the security footage. Coach Beard and Roy take it as the answer that has arrived to motivate the team. Ted hopes a young Robert Redford plays Trent in a movie. Trent prefers Dustin Hoffman. Ted wonders what havoc this flash drive could incur. Nate is reading an article titled Lasso vs. the Wonder Kid from the Everyday Independent. Nate feels guilty about the way he left things with Ted. Nate feels he owes Ted an apology. You do owe him an apology, Nate. You may have earned this job, but that doesn't mean Rupert is not using you for his own benefit. When Nate thanks Rupert, Rupert insists he call him Mr. Mannion. Classic jerk behavior. The scene transitions from the close-up of Nate's phone to Ted reading the same article on his phone. Michelle sent him a link. Ted's phone messages reveal he's such a caring person. There's a Greyhounds group, Coaches group and Diamond Dogs group. Ted likes every message that he receives. He checks on Keeley if she reached home safe. He refers to greyhounds as goldfish. As per the messages on Ted's phone, his last message with Henry was on 28th October 2022. The match is scheduled for Saturday the 21st. So the current episode of Ted Lasso is happening in January 2023. Rebecca enters Ted's cabin and asks, Working late or hardly working? Even before Ted could say, I said, I don't think that's how the joke goes. Rebecca reveals she really wants to win this game. Ted is aware. He just blinks to assure. Rebecca checks if Ted's okay. Ted asks Rebecca, am I a mess? Rebecca instantly responds, of course you are, that's why we get along. I love their friendship. Also, Sassy and Rebecca already had the girl talk. Rebecca checks again, so is everything alright? Ted lies, yeah, I'm good. Rebecca says, Oklahoma. This means Ted has to say honest to God's truth. It's also a reference from season 1. Ted says, I'm a work in progress. I love this. We all are messes of some kind. We just need someone to give us a hand. Ted tells Rebecca that she already won because she got that turkey out of her life. I'm guessing turkey is a reference to a dead bird. Rupert is turkey. The song Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That by Diggable Planets plays. The teams arrive at the venue for the match. Keely is nervous about meeting Jack. She needs Jack to think of her as mysterious, dynamic and powerful. Rebecca assures Keely that she's all those things. Keely leaves to apply lip liner. It's a reference to season 2 episode 8 titled Man City. Rebecca meets Rupert and Bex in the lobby. I love that Rebecca is so cordial toward Bex. In the restroom, Keely realizes she got her period. The person in the stall next to her hands over a tampon. I knew in that moment this would be Jack. Thank you, Brett Goldstein, for writing a scene like this. Just talking about the period and normalizing it on screen. Jack says a wonderful thing. Pay it forward. 
Ted makes it into a crowded elevator. I knew that somewhere at the back is Nate hiding. Ted makes a joke about someone who's tall like a tree and that leads to a conversation about who everyone is rooting for. I see what you did there, Mr. Goldstein. I like this writing style. Everyone's rooting for West Ham. As the elevator clears up, we still don't see Nate. He's hidden behind Ted. Ted steps to the other side. In the corner facing the elevator back is Nate, like a child punished for bad behavior standing in the corner of the room. Ted is super sweet to Nate. Nate is about to apologize but the elevator doors open and Rupert is standing right outside. Nate exits the elevator to leave. Ted is cordial with Rupert as well. Keely, Rebecca and Higgy Pie meet Jack. Higgy Pie talks about an old riddle. Father and son are in a car crash. Father dies instantly. The son is rushed to an emergency room and the surgeon can't operate on the boy because he's the son. Higgy Pie questions, how is that possible? Keely says, because she's a woman. Rebecca says, she's gay. My answer was gay as well when I read the question for the first time. But the women of Ted Lasso are a step ahead with sperm donor and living in a simulation. Higgy Pie checks if Jack is short for Jacqueline. Jack confirms it's short for her father wanted a boy. At the Crown and Anchor Pub, a regular blasts off a West Ham supporter because of May. On the field, Ted wishes Nate good luck. Roy and Coach Beard stare daggers at Ted. The match begins. In the first half, West Ham scores two goals. During the break, Ted spots Rebecca in the hallway outside the locker room. Roy and Coach Bear don't know what to say to motivate the team. Rebecca goes into overdrive telling Ted she believes in him. Ted finds it intense. Richmond players are doubled riled up after watching what Nate did to the belief sign. Richmond players are all fired up. The players stare daggers at Nate as they walk onto the field post-break. Now they play angry, dirty and ugly. Also the name of Zawa's kids. They play so rough and mess up the game so bad that they keep getting red and yellow cards. Coach Beard tries to chant home to calm the players down but it's too late for damage control. Richmond has completely lost the plot. It's gonna take more time for them to process this. Richmond scores only one goal and that's from Zawa. Ted walks up to Nate to congratulate him but he ignores Ted and tends to his team. I love Zawa's passion speech with the press. Passion is used to describe love, crime and fruit. Rebecca spots Rupert fooling around with his assistant Miss Cakes. Roy and Coach Beard apologize to Ted for overcorrecting and playing with hate. They want Ted to yell at them, curse at them and hit them. But Ted is still kind to them saying they tried something, it didn't work, big whoop. Ted Lasso, I love you so damn much. Ted asks for the thumb drive. I wonder what he's gonna do with it, destroy it? Ted tells Coach Beard and Roy to shake it off. Roy and Coach Beard call him an arsehole. Nate is interviewed by the press congratulating him on the win and asking him why he ignored Ted. Nate spots Ted speaking to Trent in the distance. I wanna know what they were talking about. Miss Cakes gives Nate a VIP pass for the place Bones and Honey for post-match celebration. Rupert rubs his win in Rebecca's face. Rebecca tells Rupert she spotted him fooling around with his assistant Miss Cakes. Diane and Bex deserve better. She tells him to stop fucking around. Next time Rebecca should just tell Bex. Over at Bones and Honey, Nate notices Rupert being handsy with Miss Cakes. Roy knocks at Jamie's door for training at night. Jamie is all fired up for the training. Ted contemplates while the match's highlights play in the background on the TV. Ted turns off the TV with the remote. 
He picks up his drink, glances at it for a moment and then puts it back down. He FaceTimes Michelle and has a heartfelt conversation with her. Ted has accepted that his marriage is over. He loves Henry, Michelle and his family. Ted and Michelle have to raise Henry together. They are stuck with each other for life sharing grandkids. Ted is ready to move on. I'm so proud of you, Ted. The song Don't Think Twice It's All Right by Peter Paul and Mary plays over the end credits. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com/awesomepodmix. Thanks for listening.